Matt Olson has been on an absolute tear so far this spring training. But will Olson be able to continue this heading into the regular season? We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. As always, I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my co-host, my brother, Matthew Ane. Yo, yo. You can find us on all uh, podcasting apps and social media platforms. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. Please be sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you may listen. If you write a little review, that goes a long way for us as well. If you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to like, subscribe, and throw a little comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. Guys, real quick, Matt and I are getting very close here on YouTube to the 1,000 subscriber mark. Thank you for everyone that has subscribed. If you, uh, you know, like the podcast or want to do us a little favor, we'd appreciate it if you can share this podcast with a friend or two or three that likes baseball or is a fantasy baseball fanatic such as yourself. But on today's episode, Matt and I are keeping you in the know about what's going on in spring training. So, Matt, uh, who has been raking so far? I think we teased somebody at the top that's been on fire. Yep, and that would be Mr. Matt Olson. It's actually ridiculous, but I can't say I'm surprised because, I mean, we did, uh, we've been saying all offseason that Matt Olson was a bounce-back candidate in the half, so I feel that, you know, we pretty much just kind of rolled with it and said, hey, Matt's going to be the guy, and he's, he's literally raking. I'm getting his stats up right now. Um, so, so far in spring training, um, he's killing it. In 15 at-bats, he has six runs, eight hits, a double. Three home runs, eight ribbies, uh, one walk, four strikeouts, and he's, you know, batting 533, which is just outrageous with a slug of <laughs> of 1.2, which is just ridiculous numbers right there. And I only mentioned the slug because it's outrageously sticking out right there, like in neon green lights. So, you know, I think this is kind of one of those things where we're starting to see that Matt Olson finally found his way in Atlanta and that Matt Olson's ready to break out and give us – Give us the good old, you know, 2021 Matt Olson, where the guy had 565 at bats, 101 runs, 35 doubles, 39 home runs, 111 ribbies, four stolen bases, and a batted 271. I think that's where he's going to live this year. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if the runs and ribbies are higher because that was on Oakland with like nobody there. Can you imagine with having Ronald Acuna, you know, Michael Harris, Ozzy Albies, uh, you know, Von Grissom, and the list goes on on in Atlanta. And I just think that Matt Olson is really just showing us he's ready to bounce on back. Matt, if you didn't say Von Grissom, I was going to be very upset with you. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, uh, I, <laughs> I'm i going to give my little uh, rant here. Uh, I, I like Matt Olson a lot, and spring training is showing me that he's ready to go. Matt Olson comes right after that elite four at first baseman. 
He falls as the number uh, five first baseman, according to current ADP, the 40th pick overall. My Matt Olsen argument is just that I do like Christian Walker, like is like a Matt Olsen light that goes, you know, almost, uh, you know, 75 picks later. I don't know if I'm targeting Matt Olsen. I have him as my number seven first baseman, but I do like what he's doing in spring training. If you do want to take him, I don't blame you. He's a career 250 hitter. I think he, you know, he's going to be around that. Runs and RBIs are going to be good. He hits for a lot of power. Doesn't really steal any bases, though. So, you know, Matt Olson is definitely somebody that we're keeping our eye on heading into the season. But uh, let's keep it pushing here. Next up is somebody that I was huge on last year, and I think I might even be a little, uh, you know, higher on him this year, and that's Corey Seager. Corey Seager is just, uh, you know, kind of showing what uh, he does when, you know, he doesn't get shifted on almost, uh, you know, 75% of the time he's up. You know, uh, Corey Seager hit for like, uh, what was it, a 245 average last year. That's going to bounce up like uh, a lot. But so far in spring training, Corey Seager's played eight games, 18 at-bats, five runs, eight hits, a double, three home runs, eight RBIs, and he's hitting 444. I just think, you know, Corey Seager gets way closer to that 287 career average. He could even hit closer to 300. Last year, Corey Seager played 151 games on his new team, uh, the Texas Rangers. He had 593 at-bats, 91 runs, 24 doubles, 33 bombs, 83 RBIs, and he hit like 245, as I mentioned. He's going to be elite at four categories. He's going to be elite runs, home runs, uh, RBIs, and batting average. I currently have Seager as my number five shortstop. And currently he is coming off the board as the number seven shortstop pick 51. I love taking Corey Seager there. Yeah, Corey Seager can't really go wrong. And you know what? He had a pretty good season last year. Like you heard me break down in the short in the shortstop episode. So if you want a full breakdown of him, go there. But, you know, the only thing that really dipped on him was really his batting average. And I think because of the shift and because of him having a second year in um, Texas, I think he's going to really bounce back as well in that category because he didn't need much of a bounce back for this year let's move on here um let's talk about mr riley green um you know he's having another great spring i'm actually really impressed you know he's somebody i kind of like i'm kind of like torn on where i should put him because he's on a bad team and because you know he has all the talent in the world you know it's one of those guys that's just like i don't know what to do with him but if you look at his spring training numbers like i'm about to read off you're just like man he's got to go higher some way shape or form because in 18 at bats he had three runs you know, three singles, two doubles, two home runs, seven ribbies, only struck out three times, got a stolen base, and he's batting um three eighty-nine. I mean, you can't really you can't really X more from the guy. It's kind of what you expect from him because what he did in the minors last year, um, before he got called up was outrageous. You know, he had um he had freaking sixty-eight plate appearances and he was batting two seventy-nine and he already had what? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong year. 2021. Let me just go back to that. He had 485 at-bats, 95 runs, 25 doubles, 8 triples, 24 home runs, 84 ribbies, 16 stolen bases, and batted 301. Like, I mean, the kid's got a season Got a season in him where he could probably get up to, like, the 282, 90 and be that power, power guy and chip in some steals for you. I really do think that he has potential with some serious upside. I, I Riley Green is going to be great. Matt, where do you have him ranked? Right now, that's a good question. Yeah, I actually, I'm while you're looking that up, I moved Riley Green up to my number 44 outfielder. The upside is there. He's going to be 22 years old this year. I think he still has a little bit of maturing to do. You know, he's a big boy. He's 6'3", 200 pounds. 
you know, Matt and I usually like to talk about man body, but I think he just has some maturing to do as a hitter overall. Matt, you got, what do you got him rank? 41. Ooh, all right, 41. You even moved, pushed him up a little bit more since last time we spoke. But I could see that. I could see that in a world where outfield isn't as deep. And, you know, you, once you get past, like, 30, you just want to kind of get your guys and get upside plays. So I, I'm, not, I'm not even mad at you there. What last year, Riley Green in the majors, 93 games, 376 at bats, 46 runs, 18 doubles, five bombs, 42 RBIs, chipped in a steal, and hit uh, you know 253. See, the thing is, I don't know what category he's going to excel in. That's what kind of bothers me. The runs and the RBIs probably aren't going to be great on Detroit. You know, power I think is, is you know is he hit he did hit the 24 bombs that Matt mentioned, but you know. He only hit five last year in 93 games, and, you know, he's not really a steals guy either, 16 steals in the minors and, you know, that good 2021 season. And I'm just not sure if, he, you know, I'm going to take the shot on him. But once again, I'm not mad at anybody that does because Riley Green does have some upside, and he was a very highly touted prospect coming up. But, guys, if you're like me, you have a full-time job but you like to hit the gym sometimes, you need a quick snack that isn't high on calories but still tastes great, you got to try Built Bar. I'm not sure how Built Bar does it, but these bars taste delicious while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy for you. Built Bar only has 130 calories. I'm not having 130 calories. These things are delicious for 130 calories. They have only 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Which even if you're not hitting the gym, guys, you know, getting protein in your diet is very, very important. And, you know, just you want a quick snack, you know, grab that built bar and it's gonna, you know, give you that protein that you need in your diet. They also come in unbelievable flavors like cookies and cream, double chocolate, and coconut puffs. And guess what, guys? We don't even have to wait around to get these built bars anymore because for years we've been talking about only being able to get your built bars at built.com. But guess what? Now you can take a walk or a short drive down to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, and you can get you a box or two or three or four or 10 or 20 or 100. You know, just you can get as many Bilt Bars as you want these days, guys, and you need to get on that. But, you know, let's get into some starting pitchers now, guys. Uh, Matt, you want to you wanna grab this guy? Sure. You know, Mr. Garrett Cole is the name we're going to be talking about here, you know, you know, one of the best pitchers in the league, probably somebody you weren't sure what to do with him only because of the fact that, you know what, last year for Garrett Cole, his ERA was a little disappointing being a 3-5. But he still had an incredible season with 200 innings and 257 strikeouts, right? And it looks like he's picking up right where he left off in spring training too because in six innings, the guys already have 11 Ks, you know, a, a, zero, a 0 4 7 whip. And the ERA is eluding me on the screen, but... Um, it's a zero. So, you know, I shouldn't be surprised. It's yeah, a zero. He hasn't given up a run yet. Yeah. So, I mean, Garrett Cole is just going to be Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is going to be doing good things. And, you know, you got to draft them within the top, top 10 pitchers and you, you can't go wrong with it. Garrett Cole is going to be a great pick this year. So I, before we started, you know, the, doing the podcast tonight, I had Garrett Cole ranked sixth. But I'm moving him up to three. And the thing, the, the thing being, as a Yankee fan, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm moving him up. I'm moving him up. I'm kind of confident in Cole. I think he has a lot to prove uh, in the sense of that, you know, everybody was talking a little bit of smack about him with the high ERA last year. He gave up, you know, a league-leading uh, 33 home runs. But he also had a league-leading 257 strikeouts. I think a part of this, and I can't attest to it because, you know, Nestor pitched good and Severino pitched good. 
is that they were using when Aaron Judge was going for 60, 61, and 62, they were using these balls that were a little bit more juiced and, and only Yankee games when, you know, Judge was playing, obviously. And I think that caused, you know, Cole's, you know, ERA to be inflated because this is his highest ERA since 2017. Cole's just been super, super consistent. I think he's going to have a lot of wins. I think he's going to help an ERA. He's going to be one of the league leaders in strikeouts. And the whip is always very, very good for Cole. He's always at, you know, like a 101, like a 101, 105, 095, 085 going, you know, through the last few years. I think Cole's just absolutely, absolutely dominant. And right now, real quick, just going to give you that ADP on Cole. Number three overall pitcher, pitch six, pitcher six, I mean, player 16 overall. Think that's, think that's fair for, you know, got kind of guy like Garrett Cole with his talent. But let's move on. Uh, next up, we ha- we do have another Yankee here. It's Domingo Herman. Uh, you know, we should have mentioned this at the top, but I'm going to bring it up now. Carlos Rondon, uh, Rodon was, uh, you know, diagnosed with a little fa- forearm issue, and um, it's uh, it's not looking good. I heard he's going to be shut down for minimum seven to ten days, and, you know, that's without any, you know, research or any, you know, setbacks or anything like that. I'm expecting Rodon to miss at least the first uh, possibly two, three weeks, if not a little bit more. And things are just getting, you know, a little bit, little bit risky here. But that just shores up Domingo Armand's spot in the rotation. He moves up to the number four guy in the rotation, and he is having a very, very good spring so far. So far in spring training, uh, Domingo Armand has a 1.69 ERA across two starts, 5.1 innings. He's only given up two hits and one run. He's only walked one, and he's got seven strikeouts. And Domingo Armand finally, you know, did what we all have been expecting him to do, or at least what Yankee fans have been expecting him to do last year with the 3.61 ERA across 14 starts, 72 innings, 58 Ks, and that 1.16 whip. Now, in his career, Domingo Herman is over a K per nine, so I think he can easily bounce back to that. And let me just see where I have him ranked. It's probably too low, and I probably have to move him up at this point. Where do I have Herman? I don't. I don't see him in my rankings at the moment, but I probably would put him somewhere in the 60s would be my guess. I'd probably throw him in somewhere in the 60s range. Yeah. Erman is is a solid late later round pick. You know, your pitcher is 7-8. Um, I like what he's doing. I like that he's going to be in the Yankees rotation this year, so you can't really go wrong with Herman. Um I can't even tell you where I have him ranked. It's definitely deep in there, probably in the sixties. Yeah, I just found him in my. I found him in my rankings. Yeah. It's way too low. I have to move him up. I'm actually, I'm not even going to say where I had him ranked. He's got to move up a lot. <laughs> oh wow! If you're saying that, that means like he's said, really bad. Yeah, yeah, like I said, he's he's going to be in the sixties after I update this. Yeah. All right. Let's move on here. We're going to talk about another pitcher here, and that's Mr. Matthew Boyd. Um, you know, we all probably know this name because he's probably one of the most disappointing pitchers. That's come around because he was a good prospect. He was somebody we really expected to really just be the next ace for Detroit. And it just never happened. Um, You know, but so far in the spring, he's killing it. And at age 32, you know, he's an interesting pickup because last year he didn't have a bad season either. And, you know, with his limited starts, he only had 13 innings. But he did keep it down into under a two ERA, like a 135 ERA. And he had. You know, a K, well over a K per nine. So he's chilling and he's picked it back up. So let's see if it sticks around. He's definitely worth the flyer in five innings. He's had 11 Ks already. He hasn't given up a run. So, I mean, hey. Oh, he did. I'm sorry. He has a 3 6 ERA. But hey, I, I'm willing to take a shot on it last pick of the draft because nobody's thinking about drafting Matthew Boyd. And if Matthew Boyd even pans out and gives you even a quarter of a season, a good, good even April, 
you know, you're happy. You got a little production out of your last pick and then you drop him, you know, cause you know, he's bound to get hurt. Cause he's a flangy and a half guy. He's right up there with Alberto Montesis. So, you know, Boyd is just going to be Boyd. You know, Dom? Yeah, yeah, man. As they say, uh, bo- boy- boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's what I'm going with Matthew Boyd. We, we kind of know the book is kind of out there on Matthew Boyd. He's had a couple of decent seasons, not really one in particular that would blow you away. But once again, if you play in those AL onlys or those uh those fifteen man leagues that you know, real quick, wait, did I? What I, I'm what what team is he on right now? Detroit. That's who. Real yeah. quick, baseball uh, reference is, is throwing is me off too. Is he still with Detroit? Yeah, I, I had. Yeah, that's check. what I'm. I'm trying to figure. Okay, he. Okay, he. He went back to Detroit. So okay, I, I wanted to make sure I didn't want to say AL only and then realize that he wasn't uh you know in the AL anymore. But yeah, he's still he's still in the AL. Last year he had you know elbow surgery after having you know elbow problems for a few years, and the thing is the upside is there. You know he's got good stuff. So my thing is with Boyd, throw throw that dart on him and you know your your deep fifteens, your AL only's last pick. You know he's pitching so far in spring training, and you kind of get him you know from um you kind of get him for free ninety nine. So that that's uh that that's pretty solid. But let's keep it pushing here. We got um, we got some bats coming up for you here, you know. And uh, one last arm, you know, before we wrap things up. But Matt, um, you wanna you wanna grab this one real quick? I think we got something to talk about. Yes, sir. So um, you know, like Dom T's. Next up, we're gonna be talking about a few guys you don't expect that are performing great this spring training. Here at Lockdown, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and is now the time to perfect. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a, get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back when your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money lines, points scored, and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger bet payout at the same game parlay. So don't miss out on your chance for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you're when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. And without further ado, let's take this on and let's talk about Mr. Trey Mancini. Oh, um, so Trey Mancini is interesting right now. So, you know, nobody really expected him to really just, you know, be the guy this year and, and kind of show up. Um, you know, I'm really uh, taken back at the fact that he's even doing what he's doing. Not like I'm saying he's having like an incredible spring, but you know, I'm just kind of blown away here. So let's take a look. Um, so in 16 at bats, he had four runs, nine hits, a home run, two ribs, uh, a walk, six strikeouts he's batting about 563 so like i said i'm like i'm blown away because i i expect um how do i put this not that kind of production here in here from uh, trey mancini but at the same time he still is good and you know he's still worth the draft pick i i don't have trey absolutely buried either he's he's still definitely worth a a bench pick at the moment but you know let's move on here let's talk about oscar colas oscar colas is somebody that you know 
is a name that's been thrown around in the fantasy um <laughs> fantasy era, let's put it that way, or stratosphere that um you know <laughs> that um you know he's an interesting name essentially. Let's put it that way. Um Oscar is I'm gonna get his stats here. I'm sorry. Oscar's doing his thing. So in 23 at bats, he has three runs, eight singles, a double, you know, a ribby. He's walked. He's only struck out once as a strong a stolen base, and he was caught stealing once. So he's at least trying to steal some bases, and he's batting 391. Oscar is, you know, Oscar. You know, I, I can't really say much about him other than, hey, you know, keep an eye on him. If he keeps this up, then I think, you know, we definitely need to, you know, probably put him on our draft boards and put him somewhere in our rankings so that, you know, we can – see what he's doing as we get closer for the waiver wire um and then with our last guy here eduardo rodriguez eduardo rodriguez seems to be having a good spring as well um you know sorry i'm having technical difficulties here with everything um i'm back brother i'm guys i'm sorry kind of had a little family emergency going on but um i'm back here i feel i feel like i missed a lot oh you did you missed about two names but it's fine um, you want to take this one, Mr. Eduardo Rodriguez? Since I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me chime in with the little Eduardo. And if it's, uh, if it, if it's cool with you and everybody, I might just throw my two cents in on the guys I missed, and then we could uh, wrap things sure. up. But Erod, you know, was dealing with a whole bunch of stuff last year. You know, a lot of issues. I know he didn't like show up, and you know, at the beginning of the year, and they, they I don't think they were able to get a hold of him. But Erod's kind of always had very, very good talent. And he's kind of showing it so far in spring tra- training in the sense of, you know, he's uh, started three games. He's got 8.1 innings pitched. He's yet to give up a run. He's only given up seven hits and one walk, 10 strikeouts, 0-9-6 whip. And Erod was really good in 2018 and 2019. And, you know, in 2019, the guy threw 200 innings, 3 8 ERA, uh, 213 strikeouts. You know, he's going to kill you in whip. So, you know, be prepared for that. He's a career 1-3 whip guy, and he had a 1-3-2 that year. But, hey, if he's going to help you in, in ERA and he's going to help you in strikeouts and you take him late, your AL onlys or your deep 15 mans, like I was saying, uh, you know, earlier about Matthew Boyd, there's upside here. We're not just going to talk about, you know, the names everybody's talking about. We're going to give you guys some deep cuts and let you know for your deeper leagues who to target. And I think Erod is definitely somebody you could take with one of your last picks. I'm definitely moving him up in my rankings. Yeah. Erod is is interesting. Let's put it that way. I mean, he's pretty much free 99. And, you know, he's another one. Like I said, you got to keep your eye on him. If he keeps doing this up, he's definitely a nice sneaky last pick of the draft in those deeper leagues. But, Dom, you want to give your two cents on these last couple of guys here? Or you're pretty much good. Oscar Colos and Trey, Trey Yeah, nah, guys, once again, I apo- yeah, I, I apologize. Yeah, let me let me hop in on Oscar Colas real quick if mm-hmm. I can, my brother. Yeah, absolutely. So Oscar Colas, six foot one, two hundred twenty pounds. The White Sox need another guy in that outfield, and I think Oscar Colas is that guy. You know, he's been very, very good in his minor league career so far. Uh, last year, let's talk about that, Matt. I don't know if you brought up last year. Did you go over his stats from last year? To be honest, I got thrown for a whirlwind. Um, so I was, I did a very mediocre take okay. on him. So you know, hit it hard. Um, okay, so I got you. So last year, Oscar Colas, 117 games, 481 at bats, 81 runs, 24 doubles, four triples, 23 homers, 79 RBIs, three steals, and hit 314. The year before, he had 290 and 97 games. 16 bombs, three steals. 
The guy is very good. He's pretty solid defensively, which is something that the White Sox need out there. Oscar Colas, I think he gains that starting job, 24 years old, so he's not too, too young. He's somebody who's, you know, right in his prime, and he could wind up hitting pretty high in that lineup. They don't really have much after Eloy, Robert, and Tim Anderson. You know, it's just, it's just, um, they don't have a lot going on after that. I think Colas is somebody that you definitely want to target. And let me throw my two cents in on Trey Mancini real quick, too. I know that's somebody else that we, uh, we had planned here. Trey Mancini, let's hope that he's, he's found a new home. He was in uh, Baltimore for a very long time. He was in Baltimore for one, two, three, four, five, uh, you know, like almost six years. And, you know, when, when do you get comfortable? I don't know if you guys are – I was at a job for 10 years and I left and it kind of threw me for a loop. And you get a little uncomfortable. You get a little bit off balance. So let's see, you know, maybe being there with Bellinger and Hosmer and all these – other. I feel like it's like the – I don't know if you guys ever seen uh, – what is it, uh, Matt? Uh, the Christmas movie with the Island of Misfit Toys. That's what I kind of feel like the Cubs lineup is going to be like this Rudolph. year. But maybe they can band together and and bring something out of each other. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean. Oh, what was that? I, I lost you there for a second. I said Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That was a movie. Um, But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that is, I think that is the movie. But with, with Trey Mancini, he's he's pretty talented baseball player. Let's go back to that uh, career 2019, 35 bombs to 291. The runs in the RBIs were there. You know, he's not much of a steals guy, so he's not going to help you there. I think Trey Mancini is somebody – I have him ranked fairly decent at outfield, I believe. Where do I have Mancini? Probably higher than that. Uh, I have Trey Mancini at 61, and I think that's solid value, you know, as maybe as a bench player and kind of see what you got. I think he could hit for career 265 hitter. He can hit for average. He can throw in a little bit of power. Runs and RBIs might not be great with that Cubs team, but once again, for a later round pick, I think uh, in your in your five outfielder leagues too, Trey Mancini is definitely uh, great. But Matt, I appreciate you and the fans letting me chime in and give my thoughts here. I don't know how if you have anything else that you would like to talk about before we wrap things up, brother. You're chilling, man. Let's just kill it. All right, all right, guys. So that's all for today. You know, thank you for hanging in there with us. You know, today's been a rough day for both of us, so you know we're just out here doing our best. Uh, we appreciate you guys. You know, thanks for being here. Uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you haven't already. We have our rankings there, a little bit about us. You have access to all of our episodes on there. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. And after you make us your first listen, go check out Locked on Houston Astros. The bunch of great dudes over there. They had us on. If you didn't go check out, out that episode, it's on their YouTube. Also on, uh, you know, and you can find them on any social media platform or any podcasting app as well. So go give them some love. Tell them that Locked On Fantasy Baseball sent you. And check us out for our new episode on Monday. We will be continuing the tradition of Mock Draft Mondays. I know uh, 99% of you guys have been loving that. So we're keeping that tradition going on into, you know, the regular season. But other than that, guys, we are out of here. And thank you. So until next time, see you.